Let's get down to brass tacks. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Coriander, here we go. Slasher Movie Club. We're back. Yes. We're back, man. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. I'm, you know, I'm very excited to be talking about this movie. This is one that was definitely obscure uh, mm -hmm. that I had not seen. Um, had Me not neither. even heard of. Yeah. I hadn't even heard Same. about it. So I was just like. Yep. Wow, what's 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 going on with this movie? Let's figure this one out because I think that's kind right. of a cool thing about doing this 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 series is that we're trying to do movies that we haven't seen or we don't know much about. And of course, we're mm -hmm. talking about the 1980 classic. I'm just joking when I say classic because it's it's very obscure. But <laughs> talking oh, about yeah. phobia. Um yeah. And yeah, this kind of came out of out of left field, so to speak. It really, really did. I don't it know did, this you, isn't, it really did for me. Yeah. This isn't your typical slasher movie either. So Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's exactly it's, it's a tame, mellow mystery. Mm -hmm. I mean normally, like I was telling you, I can usually figure out stuff. But this moved yeah. me I mean move me. This movie was like yeah, had me like guess until the very end. So right, yeah, right, absolutely. And I enjoyed yeah, it actually. It, it kinda... Yeah, I mean, if you look at reviews, yeah. a lot of people are like, "Ah, oh, this movie sucked." Blah blah blah. You know, mm. that's why I really mm. don't listen to how what other people say about movies because, I mean, you have to see it for yourself, you know. And this is yeah. one that you really yeah. need to check out and don't really, you know listen to reviews <laughs> right right then, right yeah, I mean, we it's are true. <laughs> well but you know what i well, mean <laughs> yeah but more of a discussion i mean we're definitely right. trying to That's uncover true. you know a lot of these these possible hidden gems in the slasher subgenre so that's that's what's really fun uh, about it yeah. all to me is that you know we've been and able there's... to cover no, oh, go, go ahead. ahead no 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 please no 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 you go ahead and, and I mean, even like with the kills in this movie, like some slasher movies that we talked about, the gore was intense. I mean, some of the kills were intense. You know, the theme of it was mm -hmm. crazy, like toolbox murders. That was a crazy movie. And right. then like this movie with the kills and everything, it's like, it's not full of gore. There's no gore, really. And, right. you know, yeah. people who really aren't into slasher horror movies, 
need to really check this one out because it's not your typical slasher movie. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll get into it a little bit more. Let's uh, see who we have in the chat. Uh, we've got Mr. Dan in Horror saying a strange one directed by John Huston. Right? Isn't that the truth? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, we'll get into a little bit about that, too, uh, as we go along. Uh, and we have Trivial Theater in the chat saying, I got a phobia and the only cure is more cowbell. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Christopher Walken is never a bad thing. Good one, Triv. Good, good one. Okay, guys. So we're going to get ready to get finished getting set up. Uh, before we do that and before we go into our intro proper, I just want to pose a quick question to anyone in the chat. Or anyone watching uh, the replay, because in this episode, we also wanted to do, um, you know, a couple of questions and, and, and fun facts and stuff like that. So the question of the night is, what are you looking forward to us discussing for Slasher Movie Club? You know, is there a slasher film or, you know, uh, something that you love or either something that you don't know much about and you'd like to know more about? Uh, you're hoping that maybe we can discuss that. Uh, on this series, please uh, let us know in the comments section as we continue the episode and we'll definitely uh, see if we can take that into account. So for you guys in the chat, for you guys sitting home, watching the replay, sit back, relax. You know what time it is. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. don't owe these people anymore. You've given them everything. Not everything. Not yet. I'm a man of my word. Better alive, you are coming with me. Okay. All right. Let's get down to brass tacks. So this movie directed by uh, someone in the chat was talking, uh, Mr. Dan and horror was saying about uh, John Huston, a very, he was a, a very well respected uh, director, directed a lot of great classics. We'll get into a little bit of that when we talk about fun facts, but um, this movie from 1980 called phobia, not too many people saw it, um, you know, but, Obviously, we did for this episode to talk about it a little bit. Um, yeah. It had a 20% Rotten Tomatoes score. So it was, as you said earlier or alluded to earlier, it was not very well received at all. Yeah. Um, but it stars Paul Michael Glazer. And uh, for some people, uh, at least, you know, in this in our generation, you might know who he is. We'll get into that, too, as well. But what were some of the high points of the movie um, that you liked, Coriander, or maybe some of the characters? I like the mystery that this brought. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, it, it it had me trying to figure out who the killer is. 
And, you know, yeah, who is my favorite character? Obviously, the psychiatrist, you know, the main Mm -hmm. character. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and like I said, it's just a different tone. It's just a different type of slasher movie. Right, right. I mean, it's definitely, you know, I would not think of it theoretically, you know, as as a slasher film. It does have some of those elements, but, you know, it kind of creeped up on you near the end. You know what I'm saying? Um, In the chat, uh, Triv says, uh, love the new addition to the intro. Most appropriate. You see what (laughs) I did there? You see what I did there? Triv is always... You know, catching the details. Good for you. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you, Trip. We appreciate it. We got mm-hmm. Corey in the chat saying, hey, yo, what's going on, Hello. Corey? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, this movie, for anyone who has not seen it, especially you guys in the chat or watching the replay, and you're, th- you're wondering what the hell is this movie about? I think what we're going to do is just mainly talk about some of the very basics of it because we don't want to give away a lot. I will say this, like Corey Anders said, it was the type of movie where you're thinking it's going one way and it kind of goes another way and then it ends up in another way. Yeah. So I will give it a lot of credit because it fooled me too, just like it fooled you. I was really thinking, oh, okay, I, I see where this is kind of going and it did not happen that way at all. You know what I'm saying? So I give them a lot of credit for that. Um, any of the particular uh, kills that kind of stand out for you, Coriander? Because it had it had a few, because you got this this uh, psychologist played by Philip Michael Glazer. He's the lead, and he's got patients that he's trying to help with their phobias. You know, some people have a phobia yeah. of heights, some have phobia of snakes. Uh, of, of snakes. That was a good uh, one. That was. It was some creepy imagery. Um, there was right. a person who had agoraphobia, you know, wasn't, wasn't able yeah. to be out in public and stuff like that. So were there any of the particular yeah. kills that happened that kind of stand out for you? Or, or well, I like should I say said, scenes, that is. Yeah, obviously the snake, you know. Um, and uh, the scene yeah. when the guy was like uh, at the construction site and he was yes. like going to yeah. commit suicide and all that stuff. So Right. Yeah. Because I'm so curious. Yeah what he said to him, you know, because I'm not going to say anything else, but how it, right. You know, it's secure. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. There there was, there was some, some things that were left up to the imagination, which was really, really awesome. Um, In the chat, we've got, Hey, cheetah, have cheetah wool view. What's going on, Patrick? Saying booyah. (laughs) What's going on, man? (laughs) But yeah, it it had it had mystery to it. You also had this side plot where um, the lead character was in a new relationship, but found that his ex, who was also an associate of his, uh, was kind of you know given the side eye, and 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 there were little things going on where. yeah, definitely. Yeah, she was like obsessed with him. You know, she had a yes. weird, he was even like, you know, you were too clingy, you know, he needed space. And yeah. she was like, yeah, a leech. She just didn't want to leave his side. So, yeah. right, right. Absolutely. So I really yeah, thought, yeah, it, it, it just, yeah, I'm not saying anymore. <laughs> it's like I said, right. I don't want to give it away. 
because people right. really should and check this you, movie out. Yeah, and then you had, um, you know, obviously the detectives that were trying to figure out what was going on, and you had, yeah. um, I, I believe it was Kenneth Welsh. Um, he played he played one of them, and um, you know he he's a character actor who's been around forever. But um, mm -hmm. in recent years, I remember him playing a part in Romero's uh, Survival of the Dead, the last of the Dead movies that Romero did before he passed away. So you had these these different elements um, that were going on with this movie. Um, I think, from what I understand, it, it you know it wasn't really marketed very well. Um, so it kind of, it kind of just flew under the radar. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. And once a movie flies under the radar, um, uh, especially back then in this genre, especially the subgenre of slasher, you, you just buried unless, you know, you're resurrected through home media or maybe someone yeah. famous takes a liking to your movie. We've seen that happen many right. times before, whether it's Eli Roth or Quentin Tarantino that will almost resurrect an old school movie that had no audience when it first came out, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Patrick says, greetings, Knight and Coriander. <laughs> What's <Hello>. going on? <laughs> and I knew, I knew Patrick would know who we're talking <laughs> about. He said, Starsky. There you go. So that's one of our, that's one of our fun facts. Speaking of which, let's get into a couple uh, of the fun facts that we've got here. Uh, number one with this movie that uh, Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shusette worked on the script of Phobia. And for any of you guys that are wondering, uh, I know hardcore horror fans would know, Dan O'Bannon uh, has a longstanding, or had, I should say, rest in peace, a longstanding connection to a lot of great horror movies and classics, notably Alien, uh, working on that. As a matter of fact, him and Ronald Shusett, uh, they they worked tirelessly on Alien to try to get it off the ground. Dan O'Bannon had the initial idea of these, you know, truckers in space type of concept and so forth. Mm -hmm. They also worked on another movie uh, that, that I don't want to say yet because it's another fun fact. But uh, and of course, Dan O'Bannon was the director of Return of the Living Dead. And so uh, it's just interesting how you can sometimes still find these connections um, uh, through these movies, you know. Um, let's see. We have another one. Um, obviously, Patrick already said it, but Philip Michael Vazer is best known for his role as Detective Dave Starsky on the old 70s show Starsky and Hutch. And yeah, man, I remember, you know, as a kid watching reruns of this, my parents were fans of this show and uh yeah so uh, obviously that was really cool it's like oh man it's starsky in a movie um so that was really really neat you know um we've yeah. got see i remember Jill. chips i didn't even really know who this guy was so yeah right right yeah it's hey, an old jill. school show but it was good jill's in the chat what's going on <laughs> and uh patrick yes, says more brains right yeah <laughs> they're another living dead I love yep. that movie. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, Philip Michael Glazer was the director of the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, The Running Man. And I'm going to tell you what, I had actually forgotten that. I really had forgotten. I was like, holy shit, that's right. He directed The Running Man. <laughs> the Running Man is one of my favorite Arnold movies. And... Um, it's really interesting because uh, originally 
he turned down the opportunity to direct the running man and the running man had, um, you know, another director that they hired, but was fired within a week, I believe. And so they basically went back to Philip Michael Glazer and said, Hey, you know, we still need a director, come on in and do this. And he accepted the role. Um, but just like you can imagine when you're f filming things, Arnold was a little hesitant behind the scenes because he was thinking that the movie had a almost TV type of vibe to it mm -hmm. and was very concerned about how the movie would turn out, turn out. And of course it turned out to be a monster hit for Arnold. I mean, when, when that movie yeah. came out, it was a monster hit. My dad loved that movie, you know? So that was another <laughs> cool little fun fact. Uh, let's see, we got Coffin Crew is in the chat. What's going on, Hello. man? Hello, everyone. What's going on, man? <laughs> Patrick says, Huggy Bear was badass, <laughs> right? <laughs> and we got Phil, Phil's creepy Phil. videos in the chat. Hey there, horror nice. fans. <laughs> it's your buddy Phil here. What's going on, man? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, just to go back uh, to the movie a little bit, it, it definitely had some moments that were pretty tense. Um, the, the scene near the end, uh, you know, I don't want to give away everything, but, you know, there were definitely a lot of scenes near the end where stuff started to come together and you started to get a sense of the mystery yeah. of this movie. And it was, mm -hmm. like I said, it was some, some surprising things. It really, really was. It was much more cerebral of a film, a more cerebral type of slasher than I was prepared yeah. to see, you know. Um, and with that being said, you know, Coriander, obviously we talked about this off air, but, you know, being a cerebral type of slasher, I, th I think that this is a type of movie for someone that maybe isn't into the slasher subgenre or maybe hasn't seen a lot of slashers or maybe isn't big into the graphic nature that they can have. Yeah. I, I would consider yeah. this movie kind of like an entry level, you know, type of Definitely. Uh, slasher film, you know, a beginner type of slasher film. So yeah. I know you had um, a couple of other movies that you thought were kind of similarly themed and we were going to talk about those. So let's just yeah. take a quick minute because now we're going to get in. Coriander's hot pants. <laughs> All right. So what, <laughs> so what do we, <laughs> what do we have for your hot picks of movies that are kind of similarly themed, good entry level type of slasher films, similar There's to this one? one? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this one that's called uh, "The Man That Fell to Earth." And if you're a David okay. Bowie fan, yeah, if you're a David Bowie fan, like which, mm -hmm. I mean, I loved him in Labyrinth. You know, he played like a Goblin King, mm -hmm. and in this, he's an alien. So, mm -hmm. yeah, he's like his planet's like barren and his family's dying. They need water. So he like goes yeah. to Earth and he, you know, he's looking for, you know, stuff to bring back to his family and stuff mm -hmm. happens. I don't want to give this away, but stuff happens. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, it's a great movie, especially yeah. if you're a David Bowie fan. You should check mm -hmm. it out. And it's mellow, yeah, you okay. know, it's. 
it's yeah so all right yeah. uh phil says uh, i own phobia on blu-ray it's only okay for me 5.5 out of 10 all right but that's yeah. you know phil would own this on blu-ray that's that's, that's awesome phil yeah, it Phil is. is the encyclopedia of horror. That's awesome. Uh, we got Slasher Fred in the chat saying the plot of this film kind of feels very similar to Wishmaster. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Yeah. Uh, Patrick says, play that again, Knight. <laughs> Are you talking about Corey Anders' little thing? Let me know. Oh, Let me know. Man. Uh, the okay. fear, right? Coffee Crew says, Phil has everything. That's right, man. Nice, That's Phil. Right. Good for you, man. I yes, bet you do. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So what do we got for another movie that you thought was similarly themed as an entry level? Don't look now. I know I've mentioned it before in okay. another episode we did, but yeah, mm -hmm. this one is, yeah, it's starring Donald Sutherland and it's a yeah, real, man. it's a, like, like, uh, the one we're talking about now, this one is full of mystery too. You really don't know what's mm -hmm. going on till the very end. And it, it, it shocks you mm -hmm. the ending. It's like a shocking ending. Yeah. Right. And you, you know, you have this couple that tragically loses their daughter and they go to Venice mm -hmm. and you see some beautiful shots. I mean, this mm -hmm. is a great movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen this, I hear you. check it out. When yeah. Donald Sutherland is just, he's just, he's a legend, you know. He's He good. really, really is. Yeah. 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 I, yep. I love Donald I Sutherland. Agree. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Uh, let's see what we got in the chat. Um, Fred says David Bowie was the host for the anthology horror series The Hunger. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Uh, and Patrick says, yeah, Coriander's pick, play it again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I do that because we did just finish our special segment, which is Coriander's Hot Picks. <laughs> All right. Oh, thanks, man. I'm going to get you Coffee for that Crew. one. <laughs> right. Coffee Crew says, I want Phil's collection. Don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all? Please uh, <laughs> send it my way. <laughs> Tim says Donald Sutherland and that curly hair. Holy crap. Right? Yeah. yeah if absolutely. you haven't seen this movie, seriously, check it out. <laughs> right. Phil says the most horrific thing in Don't Look Now is Donald Sutherland's sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, stop. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Patrick says, 70s horror always ended with a, with a doom and gloom endings. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. right. Absolutely. Very, yep. very true. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, Fred says, there was a special called 100 Scariest Movie Moments, and Don't Look Now was mentioned. You know what, Fred? That's so funny you say nice. that, because that's that's exactly where I remember hearing about this movie. I had never seen it. Um, but nice. Coriander has mentioned it a few times, so it's definitely on, on my list, and we'll probably tackle it on the show at some point. But, um, yeah, it's yeah. so funny you mentioned that because that's exactly where I had first heard about this movie as well. So good call on that, Fred. Good call. Um, but we also have a couple of other uh, little fun facts, um, you know, f for this particular movie for Phobia. Um, 
that Philip Michael Glazer appeared. He appeared on the Waltons and Kojak and the Rockford Files and directed episodes of Miami Vice. So not only was he the director of uh, The Running Man, but he also directed some TV. So that was yeah. that was pretty, pretty cool. I, I actually did not know that. I actually had forgotten um, that mm. um, he had directed The Running Man. And I absolutely love uh, The Running Man. So that's shame on me. Shame on me. Um, another fun fact we have is Lisa Langlaw, who uh, enjoyed working on the film, was not happy uh, with the nude scene that was added during the production. And it was added late in the production. And it's funny because she was, you know, not happy about it and actually went to John Houston and said, uh, Catherine Hepburn, you know, if she was asked to do, do a nude scene, during the, the middle of production, she wouldn't, you know, she, she would be appalled or something like that. And John mm -hmm. Houston says, but she would do it if I asked her to do it. <laughs> it's just oh, like, nice. Well, you know, the, the, the thing about it is, and, and here we go with this, you know, John Houston directed multiple classics such as the Maltese Falcon, the African queen and Pritzi's honor. Pritzi's honor. Mm -hmm. I believe that was like around 80, four or something like that i remember that movie um as a kid uh, my parents loved that movie so in other words he had a lot of clout through his career you know he had done mm -hmm. a lot of movies and a lot of them were very well well received this one was not though so you know hey you can't hit a home run every time man you just can't right um nope. let's see Triv says uh, Sutherland's ass shot in Animal House was enough for me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <Guys>. Nice. <laughs> uh, Patrick says uh, his wife Elizabeth died of AIDS. She was among the first round of high-profile celebrities who passed. Yeah, that is so true. And actually, geez, Patrick, you're right on on the level with me here because that was another uh, thing I was going to mention because she had contracted it during a blood infusion while she was. Um, Oh, um, in labor or, or her pregnancy oh. and um, their their child uh, actually contracted it as well so um, yeah and unfortunately oh yeah they yeah they eventually both had succumbed uh, to the disease which was just horrific oh, um, that horrific is. yeah and mm -hmm. um, yeah so anyways there's that <laughs> uh, Phil says, got to be honest, it sure is great to see Nightwatch and Coriander live on YouTube again. Oh, thank you so much. We thank appreciate that, you. Phil. Right? We really appreciate that. More than you know. More than you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Fred says, if you ever see Chinatown, John Houston played the antagonist Noah Cross. Yeah. You, and, you know, it's funny because John Houston actually... Did roles as well, so he was very talented, man. He really, really was. Yeah. And a lot of people so. criticized. Yeah, a lot of people criticized this movie because they thought it was just kind of, you know, him kind of, you know, kind of at the end of his prime as a director and just kind of going through the motions. But again, this movie has some moments. You know, you, you, I can definitely see some some good things in this movie. It's not. It's definitely not the best movie we've tackled for Slasher Movie Club. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't the worst. So, no, you know, I, I don't kinda, think it was the worst. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I agree with no. Phil. It's kind of like, you know, middle of the road, you know, not great, but not yeah. super horrible. Right. Okay. Uh, Triv says, you got that right, Phil. Oh, thanks. Thanks. 
Oh, you guys, I tell you. <laughs> uh, and uh, Patrick was saying Angelica is John's daughter. Yes, the great, the legendary Angelica Houston, who, in my opinion, can do no wrong, uh, is the daughter. So good one, Patrick. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, one thing that we talked about earlier, and I want to throw this back out to you guys in the chat if you came in late, but do you have a movie or what are you looking forward to us tackling or discussing for Slasher Movie Club? Because now we're into the 80s. You know, this movie was 1980, our last episode, um, uh, which hopefully will be up soon or re-uploaded. Uh, Prom Night, also from 1980. So we're, we're going into the thick of it now, guys. We're, we're in the golden age, the literal golden age of the slasher movies. So if you have a movie that is a favorite of yours or one that you'd like us to tackle, please let us know either in the chat or in the comment section down below. Um, but any other final thoughts on Phobia for you, Coriander? I know that it was one of those movies that came out of left field. Um, but again, yeah. very enjoyable. I'm glad I saw it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I'm glad I saw it. And I would rewatch it. So, hey. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, it, it, it caught me off guard because, and I think sometimes that can help the enjoyment of a film is when you mm -hmm. go into it, if you're expecting it to be a certain way and it's not, and it surprises you, I think that that can, yeah. that can actually be a very good thing. And this is a good, a good example of that because Right from the beginning of the movie, I was kind of like, wait a minute, what the hell is this? <laughs> you know, I thought. I thought <laughs> exactly. I thought. It's like, when are people going to die? It's like, when's the yeah. killing going to start? And yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you like, know me. I was like. Yeah. Right. I love my. Well, I was. My gore. And yeah. Yeah. But well, I was like. <laughs> yeah. Are we Good. watching the wrong movie? That's what I kept thinking, you know. <laughs> oh, no. For the first first whatever third of it you know but yeah but yeah it, it worked out it worked out okay um let's see mr dan in horror his vote is for the mutilator good choice very good choice <laughs> that will be coming up i like that man definitely let us know if you have any other ones as well patrick says he looks lost without hutch right you know it's so funny <laughs> because some oh, actors whether it be in tv or movies or, or what have you. It's almost like you can never really imagine them separate. You know what I mean? And and this is a very good example because they were so good as a pair, you know? I mean, Starsky and Hutch is legendary. So seeing him alone was, was a little bit different, let's just say. So, um, but anyways, th that's about, that's about all we got. For phobia it was definitely interesting um not what i expected but that's you know not a bad thing not a bad thing at all so anyways guys um as you know we're trying to tackle these movies every week and hoping to come across hidden gems and movies that we either have never seen or maybe a movie that we haven't seen in a long time and um this has been a fun process. We're picking these movies uh, from our handbook that we're using as a little bit of a guide. So for next Monday, let's find out what we're going to be watching. And here we go.
Okay. All right. So that yeah. that should be pretty interesting because now this is yeah. now have you seen this movie, Coriander? No, this is another one okay. that I haven't. I've seen. never seen this. So it's called oh, He nice. Knows You're Alone. I've heard of it. It looks good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. I'm 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 pretty excited about this one because this one is is right. it looks like it's right up our alley. Um yeah. but I've never seen it. Um nope. but I'm really excited too. So next yeah. Monday, guys, for you guys in the chat or for you guys watching the replay, definitely uh hopefully you can join us and join us in a discussion about he knows you're alone. If you have not seen it um and you want to see it, it is available. Um on you know on streaming i believe it's available on tubi i don't i don't know if we checked that or not but i do believe that it is on we tubi did, which is free. but i don't have it right in front of me but it is yeah, on that's okay. uh, yeah it is available so yeah and it might be on shutter as well so we definitely have tried yeah. to pick movies that is easily or hopefully easily accessible to folks if they don't have it physically um so yeah that's pretty much that but that will be what we're talking about for next monday you know um mr dan says never seen it we'll try to check it out yeah i mean it definitely i'll put it to you this way when (laughs) our previous episode uh which seems so long ago it was just one week that we missed but it felt like forever um but our previous episode when we yeah it did uh Mm. when we announced that we were going to watch uh phobia I was kind of like, uh, what, 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 what the heck is that? You know, and, and <laughs> right. it, it just, it, it just wasn't making me, you know, hyped up. Um, but for this one, I'm, I'm pretty hyped up because this one looks like it's right yeah. up my alley for a slasher movie. So looks really right. cool. So anyways, yeah. that will be that, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so for you guys, in the chat or for watching replay, please give us a like, share this in, on your social media with people that would be interested in it. Uh, if you're not subbed to Nightwatch Zone, please do. And for you guys that are returning to us, uh, please continue to return to us and support us as we, uh, you know, we continue to walk through the swamp of life as a channel, <laughs> so to speak. Um, Patrick says, is this a hot pick? I missed the clip. Maybe you can play it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what, Patrick? Since nice. since these these episodes in this series is definitely just us kind of hanging out more and and getting a chance to maybe talk more with the folks in the chat, and you're just so awesome. You really are. So I'm gonna play it again for you. This is what we're gonna be watching for next Monday. So check it out. Next Monday's episode. That was dedicated to you, Patrick. You deserve it. Um, <laughs> Trip says what Cheetah said. <laughs> you guys are too funny, man. <laughs> ah. But anyways, guys, um, that's what we're going to be working with for next Monday. So we hope you guys can join us, discuss it with us a little bit, hang out with us, whatever you want to call it. 
pull up some some snacks and a drink or whatever and you know we'll be having some fun next monday at eight um tonight we also have another episode where we're going to be re-up redoing i should say our own tag uh video uh for our channel uh that we created called the horribles tag and we did have a couple people yeah. uh triv included which was awesome um that did you know um answer the tag um, but we know there were a lot of people that maybe did not hear about it. And of course, trying to get things going again on the channel, this is a good way for us to do that. So we hope that you guys can stop by with us in another 15 minutes. We'll be going for a little while. Just drop by and say hi. But definitely, if you get a chance to do the tag, please feel free to and pass it on to anyone else. Uh, some of you guys have already done the tag, like Eric and Triv. But, um, you know, we hope that we can get it out to some other people, too, just to try to help the channel out. Uh, Eric is in the chat saying he knows you're alone. Recently released by Scream Factory. I've been interested in it. Well, dude, next right. Monday, we're, we're going to be doing it, man. Join us. We're going to be doing it. Yeah. Right. He says the Horribles was fun to do. Yeah, man. And I, I, we've got a sequel that we're going to be doing soon, but I wanted to redo the original. So, uh, Trib says it was loads of fun talking about the horribles. Yes, thank you so much. And she says, Eric, your choices rocked. Yeah, they did. Eric's <laughs> awesome. Man. So, anyways, guys, we'll be back on in a little bit. But uh, thank you for joining us for Slasher Movie Club. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. We are the Night Watch. Peace out, guys. Church.